I want to begin today's lesson by going back to something I introduced earlier on, and that is the concept of multiple intelligences as written about and researched about and advocated by Howard Gardner. Howard Gardner was the first one to identify that students don't all learn the same way. There was a time when we believed it didn't matter how students learned. The important thing was that they sat in a classroom and they attended to the teacher's lessons and then somehow or another, magically, they were going to learn. We all will remember, those of us of a certain age, that those students that couldn't sit in their seats and do what the teacher asked and follow the rules and learn by reading and writing only, dropped out. They didn't do very well. But Gardner pointed out a long, not, a long time ago, but not so long that um, it, it, we already knew about it a long time ago, but Gardner pointed out that each individual processes and learns in a different way. He identified things like the logical mathematical thinker and the linguistic thinker, the musical thinker, the spatial thinker, the body kinesthetics thinker, the naturalist the interpersonal thinker and the and the the um, social thinker. We can go on. There are now more, but what it really amounts to is pointing out that each of us is turned on and attends to things in a very different fashion. I'm a, a, a logical and a linguistic thinker. I'm not a mathematical thinker. I had a cousin that could take apart any machine and put it back together again and make it work again. I couldn't do that for love or money. I'm a linguistic thinker and a logical thinker. I listen and I think carefully, and I attend, and I learn. Other students, my son, our son, is a mathematical thinker. He's very good at math, and his mind thinks mathematically. Many believe that mathematical thinkers and musical thinkers are closely allied because they both deal with, with uh, a realm and a domain that most people don't operate on. But the point is, is that each of us learns in a different way. And so going from class to class, especially as we get older, and being told you have to read and answer these questions, and we're going to judge you on how much you've learned, doesn't really fly. It bores or frustrates different kinds of students. As a classroom teacher today, we advocate for a combination of 
approaches to learning or um, to think of it a better way as learning strategies. So during the day, it's our responsibility to try and satisfy the needs of the different kinds of thinkers. Our son might have been mathematical, but he didn't know what it was to sit in his seat all day long. He needed breaks. He needed to get up and use his body and move around and get rid of his eye energy. My wife is the same way. I'm not. I could sit for hours and hours and hours reading and thinking and working on my desktop. So the classroom that would best suit me would not be the best classroom for someone like my wife. And so the obligation is on the teacher to vary the pace of the classes. And if I don't have the same students all the time, then to know that in my various classes, my programming has to appeal to different kinds of students. So let me give you an example. In the early primary grades, we want our students to understand how to compute the basics of arithmetic. Now, that could mean taking out manipulatives and working out uh, equations. Okay, class, I want you to find three red squares and four green triangles and put them together and tell me how many there are, how many there are. I'll continue where I left off. While some of the time I might want to use manipulatives with my students, at another time I might want to have them get up and go to the, the boards and to put equations on the board for them to answer. Another time I might want to make a game out of it. And yet another time still, I might want them to open up a workbook and dictate them equations. Three plus five equals. And they have to write the answer down. They write the equation and the answer. And two plus three equals. And they have to write down the answer. And they have to think it through. So in that way, I'm reinforcing the concepts, but I'm varying the approach I use to help my students. Now, what does this have to do with literacy development? If we're thinking about literacy development, I want to return to the four modalities, reading, writing, speaking, and listening. So part of the day might be everybody sitting on the floor on a carpet behind me, around me rather, listening to me read a story and us talking about it. 
another part of the day might be some drama exercises and students having to talk to one another and create little skits. Another might be everybody sitting down at their desks and opening up to a story and reading it and writing the answers. And yet another part of the day might be a show-and-tell kind of experience where everybody has to bring something and tell a story about it and expecting the students to use proper language and be patient and all those other things. So therefore, I'm still advancing the literacy skills of the students. I'm enhancing the language usage skills and the listening skills and the writing skills, but I'm going at it in a variety of different ways so that everybody's needs are being met rather than all the time it being only one way. That way, I'm meeting Howard Gardner's concept of multiple intelligences and giving students opportunities to learn in ways that best suit them and also giving students ways to demonstrate no new learning in ways that satisfy their physical and mental needs. So multiple intelligences meets instructional strategies and learning strategies so that overall the pace of the day with a class or the pace of a semester with various classes changes sufficiently so that students are learning what they have to learn. If we don't do that, then the alternative is turning off either frustrating or boring students. And if they know that the pace is going to change, then if they're bored, they know they can look forward to something that's going to stretch them. If they're if they're um, if they're satisfied with something, then they can and not frustrated, then they can deal with a little bit of frustration the next time around. It's all about the pace of the day and the way in which we structure our learning experiences so that everybody is satisfied once in a while and everybody gets a chance to learn in a style that best suits them.